straight out of Austin, Texas. It's On Second Thought, powered by Hook'em.com, with your hosts, Statesman Sports Columnists, Cedric Golden and Kirk Bowles. Often imitated, never duplicated. Hear it here first, On Second Thought. On Second Thought, episode 306, brought to you by Hook'em.com. Good friends at Bud Light said, Golden here with my guy, the Duck, Kirk Bowles. Lean back a little bit, Duck. Your head's, you look like you got beheaded. Lean back a little bit. There you go. Big time pod, because it's a big time season for a supposed big time Longhorn team. Expectations over the roof. And I hate to say it, my friends, but my esteemed colleague, my brother, has been sucked into the vortex of the Texas hype machine. And all of a sudden, he's saying those three letters that we never thought we'd hear in year three of the Steve Sarkeesian era. CFP, Kirk Bowles, explain yourself. Uh, read his prediction column on hook'em.com because boy, he he hits he hits it out of the park. It depends on what park we're talking about. So uh Doug, do you what makes you think that this team is gonna break through and be special? You know, you know, Federico, I'm always kind of a glass two thirds full. You're a liar. Quit lying. <laughs> Don't lie to the children. That's why it's believable because you and our Texas harshest critics, our our readers and listeners know that. And because we're able to make predictions like this from time to time, hopefully, hopefully it comes with a modicum of credibility because that means we really believe it. Okay. So I do think Texas time has arrived. Now, here's a caveat I'm not saying they're back, they're not back. They win every game this year. They're not back. They got to do that over several years. To be back. Oh, yeah, before they can really say they're back. But that doesn't mean they can't be really good in one year, and I think that is upon us. I think this is that year because all the forces, my friend, line together in a perfect storm of Longhorn Kool-Aid. The Big 12's down. It was down last year. Okay. Oh, it couldn't have been too down because, you know, they had a CFP team in TCU, so don't tell me it was down. Okay, Texas was a little down. OU was way down. Kansas was up. K-State was up. TCU was up. Texas Tech uh, won their last four games. They were up. So a lot of teams were up, okay? So I've already, you know, knocked down one of your dominoes there. Texas has a starting quarterback. A lot of teams nationally in Big 12 do not. TCU quarterback is back. That's you know, quarterback. Is Quinn yours going to meet that hype? Is Quinn yours going to be the number eight pick in next spring's NFL draft, which is being projected as we speak? Is Quinn yours going to be the next Colt McCoy? And because he's the last quarterback to take the Texas Longhorns to special, special places. Is he that guy, Duck? You know, he's either that guy or one of the guys behind him is going to prove that they're the guy. Because 
this is a make or break year for Quinn. And maybe that's not totally fair because he missed like three and three quarter games last year. But, you know, time is short, you know, patience is short. So I feel, and tell me if you agree or disagree, that Quinn gets it done this year, one way or the other, or he's replaced. He ends up having a good to spectacular year and takes Texas to places they haven't been in quite a while, or they replace him with Malik Murphy or, or Arch Manning, one or the other. Do you agree with me? Or do yes. you think well, but you know, you know, he had too too long a leash with Quinn last year. You were at Stillwater. Should have taken him out, shouldn't they? Yes. TCU game. You know, they should have gave him no the ball on more. No offensive touchdowns. No offensive Get him out of <clears throat> Stillwater, 19 of 49. Get him exactly. out of there. It he, wasn't working. Either you're accurate or you're not. And we all have bad days at the office. Lord knows I am living proof of that. Every one of us does. No, no one's indispensable. Let me ask you this question. A year ago, you know, he had, uh, well, not a year ago, two years ago, he named Hudson Carter as his starter, did he not? Yes. Three quarters into the second game of the year against Arkansas, he replaced it with Casey Thompson, and Casey Thompson was his guy. What happened to that Sark? Why do you feel like he kind of, you know, changed tactics last year and he just was reluctant to to take out Quinn Ewers? Why do you think? I think number one that that Sark is is playing a psychological card here. And coaching is psychology. Mm-hmm. He knows his personnel. He knows Quinn Ewers, his mentality. He said it as much in Monday's presser. He said, Quinn knows he's the guy now. And mm-hmm. since he knows he's the guy, like when I'm trying to correct him on something, it's not, he knows it's because I want him to be better, not because I'm trying to tell him something that's going to get him in his feelings because he did something wrong. You can coach him up better when there's comfort, but it's interesting that it's like that with Quinn, but he wouldn't even tell us who the backup quarterback is. You can't tell me he don't know, Doug. He knows. Two two practices before the Rice game is not going to be the difference between Malik Murphy and Arch Manning. It's just not. He just didn't want to tell us. Mm-hmm. He knows who it is. Well, here's the thing. You go back two years ago, like I said, you remember we all thought uh, Casey Thompson looked better, didn't we? You know, in, in, the, in the scrimmages and stuff, but he went with Hudson Card. Well, we saw. He, yeah, we saw, but we we had a small sampling size. Girl. Right, right. And so he's got to make that change quickly. I don't think he is remotely on the hot seat. Disaster would have to strike. The horns would have to go six and six, five and seven before they'd consider a change because, you know, this is Kevin L. Type's boy. He's not going to admit defeat. So it would have to be borderline catastrophe for them to make a change. But it is, you know, make or break for Quinn Ewers, I think. So, yes, <clears throat> they're hard of hearts. Yeah. But I think I, he blows up this year and goes pro, and then you turn it over to the kid, and then Malik Murphy 
goes to play for Georgia or somebody like that. Yeah, what do the kids do? I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody assumes Arch Manning is going to be the quarterback sooner than later. Not this year necessarily, but sooner than later. But he's got to get that number two guy ready, doesn't he? It's paramount because he had Hudson Card ready last year because he had played a lot the year before. And uh, he he did serviceable. He did actually better. He was competent. He was good enough to beat Alabama. You know, if Ryan Watts, you know, makes that sack or Bert Auburn's field goal in tip by Will Anderson, he wins that game. Then he beat UTSA, beat West Virginia, and and was in position to beat Texas Tech on the road till B. John Robinson fumbled. So, you know, he had him ready. He doesn't have anybody ready. You know, if Quinn gets hurt or just looks terrible, you know, in the month of Quinn, September. Speaking of Quinn, he's skinny. He's not he's, skinny. He's skinny. No, he's lean. He's lean. He's skinny. No, he's not skinny. We're comparing him to an average Joe. No, Xavier oh. Worthy's skinny. Xavier Worthy's skinny. Quinn, yours is 6'2", 195. That's skinny for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, there are life receivers out there, Doug. For a quarterback oh, yeah. to be under two hundred pounds and over six one, there's there got to be some concerns about durability, my friend. I don't know how much how big was Baker Mayfield? He wasn't that that big. Baker, was Baker Mayfield's pretty thick, Doug. Baker yeah. Mayfield's pretty thick. Yeah, Kyler Murray wasn't, but he can run. Kyler like Murray's a, a Smurf. You can't compare Smurf to yeah. to, a, to a regular. Um, an average size quarterback. And most quarterbacks are around six one, six two. Some of them are bigger, but one ninety five. And I saw him, Doug. I saw him. Oh, we both did. Not. He's not bulky. He said no, that two that two eighteen. He said was too heavy for yeah. him. No Chick Fil A. And so, I I am I'm interested to see if he can can play a full season. Without getting hurt. Well, but he didn't get hurt against Alabama because he was too fat or just the way he landed. Yeah. Landed on his shoulder. Bottom line, you think Quinn gets it done this year? Yeah. I do too. I don't think he's going to be in New York City. I don't either. But I do believe. I mean, you had him. You had him in like seventy-four touchdown passes and two picks, but in your predictions column, I do believe that he's going to be good for about twenty-four, twenty-three, twenty-four touchdowns. Uh, I think more than that. I think maybe thirty, maybe thirty touchdowns. Yeah, but that's the difference between an eleven and one and a nine and three. Mm-hmm. Which brings us, <laughs> if we're, if we're <laughs> going to be talking about records, let's look at these games and you. All right, let's do it. We'll start. You know what? Let's dispense with the uh, with the uh, with the Rice and Wyoming games. Uh, Texas is going to win those games. Do we agree? Oh yeah. Okay. At, at, at Alabama. Well, that's a W. For that's who? A, for Texas. Gentlemen, you know, explain thyself. Do you know what their record is against Alabama? Seven and one. Seven what and a, one. You remember the game? What, what was the one loss? Yeah, that's because their quarterback got hurt on the fifth offensive play of the game. Oh, that's Other because games. Alabama was better. It might be. No, Alabama wasn't better. We both picked Texas to win that game. We're and, 
And Nick Saban is panicking. He's throwing a pass on fourth and 10 from his own 20 on his first possession. Take the punt. So, geez, he was scared. He was scared, even though they had uh, uh, Ingram and uh, uh, Richardson, you know, and and McElroy, our buddy, friend of the podcast, was a quarterback. He was dinged up. And what about, and, and they had a young Julio Jones. Yes, they did. They had some studs. But I don't think anybody's talking about this Alabama team in that same vein. They, they're breaking in a quarterback. They brought in a tre- retread Notre Dame quarterback who's going to lose his job to Sam Hartman, who we saw last week tear up Navy. And so, you know, so you got a guy that was running from competition Notre Dame. Is he going to be your guy? I don't think so. <laughs> so Alabama. Okay, so. They so, Alabama's got a great roster. They I don't think they have great wide receivers, and I don't think they have a great quarterback. That's why I'm picking Texas to win. So so we both have Rice as a win. You've got Texas beating Bama. I've got um Bama winning that game. Why? Why? Tell me why Alabama's gonna win that game. Okay, first of all, they're Alabama. How about that? Second of all, they don't rebuild over there, Doug. They reload. They lost two games last year, almost a third game to that's a, and that's a and that's a bad season for them. That's how good they are, Doug. And they, they lost Duck, they don't lose at home. They don't lose at Brian Denny Stadium. Yeah, but they lost you know, it. You're gonna be in there with the burnt orange pom poms and you're gonna you're gonna run out to the middle of the field and do the ceremonial coin toss. You, you and Gene Stallings on the other side. And, you know, I I, I hate what you've become. I, I really do. I just think I, I think you've just you've sold out to become a homer. <laughs> Brett, your mark is turning <laughs> over in his grave right now at the thought of the Texas Longhorns <laughs> getting yeah. to the CFP. So. That's 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 the one that's the one uh you got them already three and oh and mm-hmm. then they go to Waco. What happens? Oh, that's another W. I mean, we're not Blake Shapin fans, you know. I think Bayer's supposed to have a really good front seven, but you know, Dave Aranda tries to win the low scoring game, running attack, defense, and Texas will just have more offense than the Bears. Baylor's due to have a good season. I don't, but this is this is the upset game here. Always one game. They just should not lose. Wait a minute. You got them losing back-to-back? Alabama and Baylor? Got Wyoming after Bama, sir. Oh, my God. So got you, Wyoming. So Wyoming, Wyoming is after Bama, right? Am I? Yes. Am I? yes. No, it is. You're... I I I I made a mistake there, but you've got them going two and two after four games. Then the season's over. They're oh, two and two. What's not? No, my God. You, do you have them winning out? Your season. Two two? Your season is over, sir. My season. Not over. not 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 our season. I'm right on time. But so they're two good. and two, and then they got Kansas coming in. Okay, that's that's a that's a dub. And they got OU, who I've got in the okay, Big Twelve. Here we go. Playoffs. Here we go. Let's talk about OU. They were six and seven, horrid run defense, couldn't tackle a soul. 
you know, they basically used their third or fourth string quarterback against Texas. That was Quinn's high water mark. I think didn't he have four touchdown passes in that game? Wonderful, wonderful you know, performance. That was as good as any start. That's as good as it got. All our team is look exactly. That was his coming out party. And I think OU be a lot better. They've got a soft schedule, but I don't think they got enough firepower to get past Texas. I don't think a team that got beat forty nine nothing is going to win the next next season. Yeah, I don't either. They're going to give the Horns a tussle. Texas is just better than OU. They are. Texas, well, unlike the Baylor debacle two weeks earlier, where they went in and laid an egg, they'll be ready for OU. They'll be ready for OU, and they'll beat OU. So you got them unbeaten. Good Lord, what are you doing to yourself? Then they go to Houston to play the Fighting Dana Hogersons. Mark you got the Longhorns at six and zero. They're cruising. They are feeling good. They are so confident. Houston's supposed to be bad this year. What's your over under? Like five wins? Their over under is like five wins. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Texas wipes the field with Houston, right? Yeah. Okay. So, All right. So. So now they're seven. BYU comes to town. Mormon Tabernacle in effect. Kalani Sataki had a horrible defense last year. He's retooled it. What do you think? Uh, that, that's going to be a walkover. You know, that's payback for all the Taysom Hill days. So there, there's going to be some revenge in that game. So I don't think that game will be close. That's what do you got? Got him. You got okay. So by now, according to Kirk Bowles, yeah. What just happened in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? They're eight and zero. Oh. That means the Texas Longhorns are probably like second or third in the country, maybe fourth. Oh yeah, probably, probably third. Michigan, Georgia. I got him beating BYU, but I have them at. You got them six and two. I got them at six and two, which is about right. It's kind of an average year. Right. And then K-State rolling in here. Defending Big 12 champion K-State. Now you got problems. Now you got problems. Always plays Texas pretty good. Texas Texas murdered them a couple of years ago, but this is a good K-State team. A really good coach in climbing. Uh, Yeah, I like K-State. K-State for the upset. Well, Adrian Martinez is gone. Will Howard's a good quarterback. He's kind oh, of that well. Duggan type. Uh, Felix Luzoma is gone to the NFL. Uh, Deuce is gone. Deuce is on the loose in Dallas. So I think that's going to be a tough one. I, I think they're barely going to get by K-State. Bird Auburn, he kicks a field goal. It's on the toe. It's going through. It's good. Texas wins 31-28. So what we have here, I got them losing out. Oh my God! What are they six and three now? That's like borderline disaster. Six and three. Don't They're hate even me. ranked. Don't hate me because you overshot. They may not even be ranked now. They're six and three. All I know is you got them at eleven and one, and they haven't lost a game yet on your board. No, well, they Interesting. haven't. Interesting. They head to the Carter, a how veritable house of horrors. 
The ghost of Gary Patterson. In the past. Do they get it done in Fort Worth, Duck? I'm going to say that's the upset because I'm not sure they take TCU serious. They got three offensive stars back at TCU. They're rebuilding. They're reshaping that offense. So, you know, Sonny's got his work cut out for him, but they sneak up on him like any good cockroach and ruins the perfect season. First loss of the year, Texas falls to eight and one. I got him squeaking that one out. I think Quinn Ewers is going to do something late in that game and get people excited and get get some new get some New York love because mm-hmm. at this point, if you're right, he's going to be a Heisman candidate. No, yeah, but if you're right, three losses, there's Damn. no Heisman campaign. That's I over. People in Texas will be talking about Heisman, but the people in the other, uh, like Owen Buchanan used to call the inferior 49, won't be talking about Heisman. They will not if, if your record comes through. So well, I, I really think – Oh, go ahead. All serious aside, I really think K-State and TCU are their, their two toughest games there back-to-back. I think so, too. They're going to lose one of those games, Doug. I believe yeah, that. I do, too. I do, too. Then – Next to last game, they they head to Vegas. I mean, Iowa State. Hey, hey, hey. Where hey. the maybe duck? I'm. T- I wonder if the fix was in last season. They dropped a lot of passes down the stretch. They caught a lot of passes. They scared the hell out of Texas and and Hutchinson. Man, he broke loose on that deep bomb. Couldn't couldn't find the ball. He's like wandering around at the five yard line. Incomplete. Texas holding on to win. There's no fix in that game. Stop it. Why are all these people getting suspended? Stop. Well, because they've been on a whole bunch of games. That doesn't mean they're not suspended for fixing any games. Yeah. There's a difference, sir. Yeah. You're innocent in this country. Well, that's your OJ. So, Duck, you got him winning at Iowa State because Iowa State's going to be underhand, undermanned. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll take a win there, too. Okay. So, I got him. Ten and one, you've got them at seven and three at this point. Yeah, actually, eight and three, duck. Eight and three, excuse me. Actually, eight and three. There you go. And then who comes to town? The big bad Red Raiders from Brett Yarmark Bowl, aka Black Friday, Texas Tech at Texas. The last meeting in the Big Twelve for these two. Uh, original members, and maybe the last time they ever play. It's going to be a long time. I don't know. Because Texas is going to the SEC. If that game was in Lubbock, I'd, I'd pro- I will pick Tech because I think Tech is – if there's a dark horse to win the Big 12, it's Texas Tech. I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, they won their last four last year. They're kind of a dark horse. What do they pick? Fourth or fifth in the league. And Joey McGuire's got it going. They lost Donovan uh, – you know, and Texas Tech lost Donovan Smith. He went to Houston, and uh, but they have Tyler Shuck back, the Oregon transfer. So they they've got a dangerous team, and, and uh, I guarantee the last thing Stark's going to tell his team is that don't leave anything to chance. We don't want this coming down to to one play or one official's call or anything else. So Texas is going to come out with a full head of steam, take care of business. And cleanse their spot in the Big Twelve title game against two duck as we as we round round this up. I I've got them going against Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got an easy schedule. 
They're motivated. Dylan Gabriel, if he stays healthy, there's not a clear second-best team. So I'm saying they go back to Arlington first time in a long time when they also played Oklahoma. So, Duck, you're telling me that what we're about to witness is the second-best Texas football team since the 2009 team that got to the championship game and lost to Alabama. That's what you're telling us. Maybe the first best since 2009. This is a damn good team. It's loaded with talent, no obvious weaknesses, challenging schedule, not overly formidable schedule, Big 12 a little bit down. Texas time has arrived, my friend. You believe that? I do. I really do. Here's here's why I got him in nine and three. Colt McCoy, you knew what you were gonna get. VY, you knew what you're gonna get. I hope we know what we're getting from Quinn. He was a bundle of inconsistency last year. But a year in the system, he's the unquestioned face of this team. He is a franchise. Is he ready to take on that mantle and the huge expectations that come with it? You say yes. I say I'm not sure. He's got a very talented group around him. He will not be able to do it all every week. He's just got to be a really good quarterback, and they'll Mm -hmm. get to special places. I have them winning the Big 12, Duck. I do. But I don't but I don't trust him to to go eleven and one. I just don't. Well, I do. I think like you said, his supporting cast is a hell of a lot better than a supporting cast. He's got some star quality players around him. You look at his wide receivers, you know, excellent. The offensive line, it's not there yet, but it's getting better. They've got experience now. They've played together. They have a superstar in the offensive line. They got tied in. They got running back talent that's young and inexperienced, but they got talent. They got a, a, a ball-swarming defense that's hungry. That They came close last year, won eight games, you know, should have beaten Texas Tech, you know, should have played better against TCU at Oklahoma State, almost beat Alabama. It's – I really think they're on the verge of, of of doing something special this year. And Sark knows it's time. This is year three. If we're going to find out if Sark is championship quality caliber coach, we're going to find out this season. What do you think about Sark? Well, I think we're all a little bit skeptical. You know, he didn't really do it at Washington or USC. Now, Washington was way down when he took that program, way down. They'd won like seven games in three years and was bringing them back. And then, you know, mother called and he went back to L.A. and the USC. And, you know, and then, I don't know, he had those personal issues, had a sobriety problem. And so that kind of proved to be his undoing. So, I don't think we've seen the best of Steve Sarkeesian. I think he's finally built the roster in the fashion that he wants it. I think he's got more depth than he's ever had before. Like I said, the schedule's challenging, but not overly taxing. So I think all the elements are just kind of coming together at the perfect time. And if not now, 
If you don't get it done, at the minimum, get to the Big 12 title game. I've got severe reservations about his long-term success at the University of Texas. So Big 12 title or bust. You got them playing OU in the conference championship game. That is just, I don't know that that's going to sit well in the offices of the Big 12 where the music, the former music executive, now turned fanboy hype man, Brett Yormark, is against everything Texas and OU. We'll even show up to that game if that happens. They might let Bob Berta hand out the trophy. He may have something busy, something else to do. Who's that? Oh, so how about Bob Bowlesby hand out the trophy? How about that? You bring Bob Bowlesby back. Yeah, he'd be a crowd favorite. Although I don't think he likes Texas OU any more than Brett Yormark, to say the truth. I, if I'm Bob Bowlesby, I'm not a fan of either of those schools. I'm not. No, we think they did them dirty. So I I tend to agree. I can't blame business is business, and anyone that's gone through a divorce knows that it can be painful. And no one, they always go, "Oh, it was amicable, but we're leaving as friends," and we don't know the fights that went on behind the scenes. So it's football season. We're excited. I know you're excited, and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Next week, we're we're gonna be. Chopping up what happened against Rice, and we're going to have a massive guest to talk to us about all things Texas v. Alabama. Going to be so much fun. Make sure you hit the other podcast, Longhorn Confidential. We're on there, too. And uh, Thomas Jones and Danny Davis are our colleagues. Read our stuff on hook'em.com. That's going to do it. For episode 306, as usual, uh, we have to thank our producer, Chandler Hoffley. He's Kirk Bowles. You're not. And I'm Cedric Golden. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to One Second Thought, powered by Hook'em.com. Join Ced and Kirk every Thursday at lunch for a new episode. Archived episodes are available on iTunes and Google Android Play. 